0: Broadcast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. And I'm on, this is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD, and I got Ken by my side here and we're doing a, sh- a show this morning, buddy boy. Morning, Doc. Good morning, how you been? I've been fine, yourself? Fine, so I heard that the wife left you alone
1: for a few days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just me and the dog for the weekend. They, uh my wife and my daughter, all went back to uh, Chicago for the weekend for another relative who's having a uh, baby shower. So they enjoy. Joy, boy <laughs>
0: I passed on the baby shower. Yes, you got to pass on those. <laughs> so I had a, I had a big week here at the uh, hacienda. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, my neighbor that moved in, Steve, he. Uh, he was unpacking, and he had about a million boxes in his garage, and he pulled out about 100,000 square feet of this one-inch foam board, this polystyrene foam. I guess he had all of his uh, furniture and everything packed away in this, and it um, looks like they did a hell of a job. But right anyway, I said, what are you going to do with all that foam? And he said, well, I was going to throw it away. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> are, you, so I, are you repurposing the foam, Doc? I repurposed it, and guess what? I insulated my garage door this week um, working in the evenings and uh, doing a few panels at a time and you know the garage doors in Florida we have to have these hurricane or storm uh, bars uh, they are actually uh, long pieces of, of metal they're fairly heavy and you have to uh, they run uh, parallel to the to the ground so they're they're horizontal and so you have to have those screwed into your your doors. Uh, And there were several of them as you go up the door because in Florida with the hurricanes, uh, the door would just be sucked right out in in no time. So, at any rate, you got to take those off each uh, section and glue the foam in with some silicone glue. It was, you know, it was uh, a lot of work. The the temperature in the grass was 88 to 90 degrees because I'm facing the sun in the morning. And, of course, it's a metal door. But... uh, now I've got it down to eighty-two, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all for just installing some foam. Yeah, and I, I'm going to go out and see if I can get one of those three hundred dollar uh, uh, roll-around air conditioning units where you can stick the little vent out the window or underneath the door and figure out some way to make that work for me. Yeah, Which,
1: I've got one of those in our lanai. We have a glassed-in lanai with a bunch of you know sliding doors on it, so yeah. we we got one of those and um, they work pretty well. Not bad for three hundred bucks. It'll take the humidity out for sure, and it'll cool it down.
0: I like it. Yeah, you get some of the humidity out, and then when you when you condense water, you actually capture some of the heat. The heat's in the can, the, you know, the water can carry the heat out. So you you condense that, and you get rid of it, and uh, it seems to help. The one thing you so, gotta watch out for with those: there's no pressure behind that water, so you gotta it's, it's a gravity-fed kind of uh, drain. You, yeah, you gotta drain it gravity-wise. so yeah. – I just put it up on, uh, you know, a little block of wood or something and then let the hose go through the underneath the garage door. Can't be a very big hose.
1: No, it's not. It's like an inch and a half, you know.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll figure that out.
1: I'll figure out something. I'll get it, buddy. I know you will.
0: (laughs) If you can keep me alive, you can figure out how to drain a hose. (laughs) Speaking of alive, I got a patient in the hospital. He came in. Excuse me. He came in. Gosh, it's been about ten days ago. He came in the office two two and a half weeks ago, and he had just been discharged from another hospital with quote quote, pneumonia and influenza. Boy, this influenza bug is running around now, getting a few people and making them really sick. But at any rate, I said, Joe, you got it not not our Joe at the station, but Joe, my patient. I said you got to get to the hospital. You're 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 not doing well. Your oxygen saturation's low. You can't walk. You're falling down. No, he didn't want to. He went home. Well, he ended up back in the ER, and we admitted him. And I worked him up, and not only did he have influenza, uh, but he also had uh, a whole bunch of blood clots in his lungs. Oh, my. And, uh, <clears throat> and then he went into right heart failure. And this is an interesting phenomena that people don't really know a lot about. People know something about the left heart. They know when the left when the big pumping chamber is not working, fluid backs up in their lungs. But when the right side's having a hard time, the fluid doesn't back up in your lungs, can it? it backs up in your belly and in your liver and in your legs. And uh, it, it's very debilitating. And if you have both sides fail, that's that's not good at all. Is this an age thing or can this happen to anybody? It can happen to anybody. And this is one of the things that we saw with the COVID. Uh, this is what killed people was their their lungs would get uh, so clogged up that the blood vessels would constrict in their lungs and the right heart couldn't push the blood through so what happens is the, uh, the blood vessels in the lungs, the arteries in the lungs, they, uh, they become uh, narrowed and constricted uh, under certain circumstances like uh, emphysema or COPD, or a bunch of little blood clots going into the lung, or uh, rheumatoid arthritis can cause fibrosis of the lung. And all of this can affect the, the vasculature, the blood vessels in the lung. Now the right side of the heart gets blood back from the body, that's been uh already been deoxygenated it's gone through the tissues the tissues have taken out what they want and have dumped their waste products, including carbon di- dioxide back into the bloodstream and all this comes back to the right side of the heart, the venous side, the veins, and so then the heart the right heart pumps that out to the lungs where uh it gets oxygenated and gives off the carbon dioxide and you exhale the carbon dioxide and some water and uh and, of course, it goes through the kidneys and gets the waste cleaned out. But that's another story. At any rate, so what happens is then the, the right heart, which is not very thick and not very strong compared to the left heart, has a hard time pumping blood out. And so it starts to fail fairly quickly. Uh, the, the pressures are just too great for it. And... Uh, then the the blood starts backing up in the venous system, which uh, affects organs like the, the liver and, and the uh, spleen, the liver, especially because the liver has got a, a double uh, venous drainage system. Two veins drain the uh, liver, the only organ that does that. And of course, it backs up fluid into the legs and the, into the pelvis. And you get ascites, which is fluid in your belly. And uh, it's a big deal. And this guy has really had a hard time. He's we got him down to four liters of oxygen now, um, and we put him on blood thinners to help break up the clots and keep him from throwing more. But his legs are massively swollen. And when I hit him with the with the diuretics, you know, like Lasix, um, if I do it too frequently, his kidneys don't, don't like that. So I'm between a rock and a hard place with this guy, and his wife's yelling at me, <laughs> get his legs swelling down, and you don't know me, me, me. And I'm like, well, I don't want to kill his kidneys. I mean, you know, chop off his legs. That would probably be better than save the kidneys. <laughs> you can live without your legs, but not without your kidneys. Exactly, yes. He, well, didn't, go, he didn't go for that leg thing, though. Well, that's
1: not it's, – if it's, it's a choice between the two, though, you save the kidneys. <laughs> Do I hear a phone ringing? You might, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Not anymore. I just turned that down. Yeah, turn that. Thank you very much. I got a so, question for you, though, about the flu in general. Now yeah. we, We've all been masked up for the last two years or so, and the flu really wasn't a problem. But apparently, now that we've taken the masks off, and everybody's, I, this is not the first case of the flu that I've heard over the past couple of weeks. So I think my, 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 the vivacious Deborah, my wife, may have been had a touch of it last week as a matter of fact and some other folks that i know um my question is though is it too late for a flu shot because we're pretty early on in the season for the flu
0: um the the way the flu vaccine works is that uh the cdc and the big manufacturers they kind of guess at what strains they think will be coming around in the in the in the fall of the coming year uh, this year you know so we're we're past the uh influenza projections uh, for what strains will be around because that vaccine came out last fall. So uh, it might help to get one now, uh, but it's hard to say if if, it's, if this is the same strains that we had anticipated last fall. Um, I'd have to consult the CDC and see what their thinking is on that. Uh, it couldn't hurt to get a flu shot at this point, but I don't know I can't tell you what, whether or not it'll help, you know what I'm saying, yeah, so we don't actually know which uh strain is going to, going to hit in the fall, but we take a guess at uh three or four different strains that we think will be coming back around, and we make the vaccines now in the summer to uh the things that we think that the strains that we think will be coming through in the fall so we're 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 about yeah seventy five percent effective on average, sometimes a little higher, sometimes a little lower. But, you know, so you get about 2 thir- about three-quarters right, uh, four-fifths right most of the time, most seasons. But there's no guarantee. I mean, we could miss it completely once in a while.
1: So should, should you uh, mask up if you're really concerned about
0: catching the flu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, don't, don't listen to Fauci. You know, Fauci said, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, don't wear a mask and uh, that was just a manipulation of the public because initially we didn't have enough masks when the when the uh, when the pandemic hit early in what was february of uh, 2020 and uh, so the cdc and fauci were saying well don't wear a mask you don't need them because we were trying to conserve masks for the hospital workers and the healthcare workers then when we had enough masks then in may he said oh you got to wear a mask and then when the omicron came around He said, oh, masks aren't effective because we wanted the Omicron to spread, the Omicron strain being uh, a less severe disease, but uh, very infectious, very catchable, so to speak. And so we were hoping that that would help boost up immunity uh, in people who had not been immunized without getting them too sick. So it goes back and forth. But if you have a surgical mask and you crimp down the nose and wear it, that's fine. Uh, Of course, the N95s work. Um, If you have a two-ply cotton mask with a tight-knit cotton, um, that should be fine, too, as long as it's close-fitting on your face. Uh, That'll block out about 85% of, of uh, of the droplets that the viruses travel on. Now, people think that the viruses are actually floating in the air. They are not, Ken. It is the Spray from when people cough and sneeze, and they're micro droplets, you know, like 50 nanometers, uh, and sometimes smaller. But that's probably a good size to look at, and a good mask will uh, get out most of that. And of course, the N95s will get out even more because it's a tighter, tighter uh, uh, weave, so to speak, and layered
1: differently. So if you're concerned so, about getting the the flu, you should mask up, I guess. Right. Mask up. Yeah,
0: mask up. That'll work. That'll work. No, all right. What else is going on out there? Did you hear about this uh, uh, Disney uh, executive, Mr. Rice, uh, who uh, opposed Governor DeSantis' anti-grooming bill? He got kicked out. Disney. They, no, I he, hadn't heard that yet. They kicked him out? They booted him out. Uh, there was another woman who wanted the job, and uh, apparently the company was taken over. Uh, it bought 21st century Fox in 2019. And, and so they had, uh, you know, a shakeup, so to speak. And they, they had a new CEO and new people underneath. And I guess this guy was in charge of, uh, entertainment. So he looked at, and I guess decided what, what would be the shows that would be, be going out for the year. At any rate, uh, Bob Iger was, I guess the new CEO and, um, Rice had spent a few months fending off wide rumors that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery chief David Zavlov would tap him to run the entertainment business for him. And, of course, he didn't get that spot. And then he got a little shocker because they said, well, we don't need you anymore. We got somebody else that's going to take the job that you have. And he's gone.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when two companies merge like that, there's often competition at the top. There's only so many vice presidential seats available.
0: And if you are politically incorrect and you're getting people upset. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. They're, they're like, hey, dude, you know, the, the woke movement is uh, last year. <laughs> and he said that uh, this bill uh, was a violation of fundamental human rights. And I think basically all the bill is saying is that the parents have the right to to know what's going on in the schools and that the schools can't teach Things like critical race theory and uh, can't uh, influence gender preferences and all that. I mean, come on, this is all a bunch of nonsense. And what are you going to do, change your DNA? We're not at that stage yet. Now, the time may come when you can change the DNA of a of a child in utero, in the uterus, but uh, we ain't there yet. And you can go in and get everything you want hacked off and added on and come out and say, I was a boy, now I'm a girl. No, you're not. You're still a boy. You still got two Two different chromosomes you got an x and a y and not an x and an x so this is just ridiculous i mean we've lost our our collective minds you know that you realize that <laughs> yeah i know but I, but I don't know how we get them back well i think that uh, first of all like you say we we tried at the polls uh of course i'm i'm a little bit impatient <laughs> <But> <laughs> you can't just, wait till november I just, well, I would nuke them and get it over with, you know.
1: Oh, okay. Is that illegal? Uh, no, not if we do it by an act of Congress. I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are just pulling so far apart from each other. It's just ridiculous. Uh, I, I just, can, I cannot believe how far apart we are. And, and, and the. Well, the problem is when we
1: have, you know, it, it. Is beginning to look more and more like Republicans are going to take over the House, at least maybe the Senate as well, and we end with a Democratic president and a mm-hmm. and, and we won't they won't have a veto-proof majority unless a lot of folks get kicked out in November. But then we enter uh, two years of nothing happening, and that's the sad part.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not a bad thing. I mean, look at what happened when uh, Biden and the Democrats came in a year and a half ago. We we flooded the market with money, and now we've got this tremendous inflationary uh, cycle going on, and, and, and we've got a perfect storm uh, economically brewing because uh, there's too much money and uh, not enough goods, and uh, inflation is rising. Uh, the uh, did you know that the apartment uh, inflationary rate was almost 50% the past year or two? No. I, I thought it was like around 30. I didn't know it was up to five fifty, 50, really. Well, about 35 to 40 last year. And I, I would say that adding on, you know, because it, it's it's cumulative. If you just look at one year, that's one number. But if you look at three years where rents went up and then again went up the next year, you know, it's sure. it's at, and in a place like Tampa, where
1: everybody is moving now,
0: oh yeah, there just aren't enough of them. you can't get an apartment, and if you can, you're going to pay twice what you would have paid for three or four years ago yeah, so that's a big jump that's a big jump and uh the crude oil production dropped during the pandemic, and it has not come back to its its high of uh of uh twenty twenty and so we've got uh, a shortage of gas and oil and of course, that's going to drive the price up. And then the president and the left-wing loonies, uh, the uh, green people, they did everything they could to kill the oil industry. And so there have been shrinking investments in hydrocarbons. And and even the producers are saying, well, why should we drill? Where's the incentive? You know, we're, what are we going to get out of this? Uh, it's going to cost us a lot of money. And how long are prices going to stay up? Why don't we just take what we have and we can make just as much money with with less product, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, they lost a lot of money for the last two years.
0: Well, but look at it. I mean, look if you crank out a if you're cranking out a million barrels a day and you're getting a dollar ten a barrel, why would you want to double that and bring the price down? True. When you can't find workers, and uh,
1: that's part of know, the problem. They can't open those wells up because they can't find the workers anymore. They're all scattered.
0: You can't find the workers. You can't find the parts. Uh, you you know the. The real production of, of capital uh, goods has dropped from from the high in uh, 2000, uh, and so we're we're at a, in a you know what capital goods are. Those are heavy equipment. Uh, those are things that you can depreciate over more than one year or two years. Uh, so they are heavy equipment, uh, drilling equipment, uh, things that will be used for a long period of time, buildings. Uh, Air conditioners, those those sorts of things that are depreciable over a longer period of time. So there's been a real drop in uh, the uh, orders for goods because companies aren't making things. They're you know everything's been outsourced or uh, everything has slowed down. As you said, there's no workers. Uh, the supply chain is a problem, and uh, this this is a real real economic. Crisis—it's a tsunami, Ken. It's a real tsunami. And the Philadelphia Fed survey uh, of businesses' prices paid showed that almost 80% of the businesses say that uh, the cost of doing business has gone up tremendously because of inflation, higher input costs. Well, if you got higher input, guess what? You're going to have to charge more to get get your money back, right? I mean, if you're going to make a, a, a profit. And if you're going to be in business, you got to you got to think about about a 20% profit margin, or it's just not worth being in the business. And that's probably uh, and we're seeing that at the grocery store right now. Yeah, and we're seeing a, you know we're seeing a, a, a rise in the cost of food because the production is has gone down, and and uh, according to uh, sources, the production of wheat and other grains in Russia and in the Ukraine have dropped and uh, this is a crisis more for, uh, although it's an economic crisis, because it puts pressure on on the cost of, of grain. And, and you know, what happens, Ken, is in the American producers, they say, well, you know, we're going to raise our prices because there is less, and it's you know, supply and demand.
1: Commodities, that's right. They're, they go what the market says.
0: They go with the market. Plus, the, the market. producers here in this
1: country are also facing a huge increase in prices for fertilizer and things like that
0: yeah fuel fertilizer um all kinds of goods that are necessary to run a farm equipment again there you go capital capital investment and equipment so if your harvester is older and uh, you need to replace it but you don't have the money and there's no harvesters being produced well then you got to keep going with what you got and uh, then you have to find somebody to repair it and then you you got costs there and then you have to pay more for diesel fuel you have to pay more for uh, workers, and, and there's fewer workers. So what do you do? It's it's gotta, that. That's
1: got to be trucked
0: out to somewhere. So it, you know, it's it's a- got to be trucked out. you got to have some way to haul it. Uh, railroads uh, is one way, to, but you have to get that product to the big central silo areas where they can dump that grain into uh, railroad cars. And so the, the producers here are saying, well, you know, we got to make money, we got to have a 20% profit margin, or it's not worth it, we'll go under. So they raise their their prices. Now, there's, a, there's a, a, a thing out from the World Health Organization or somebody at the UN that's estimating as many as 12 million people are going to go hungry because of the Russian-Ukraine war, because there's not enough grain to sell to like the Horn of Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa, where there may be starvation. The Horn of Africa has always been a problem. You know, they have droughts and internecine warfare and rebellions, and uh, it's a mess. So they got a big problem coming down the the tubes here. What's another big uh, producer?
1: Is Brazil or places like that, they're pretty big producers, aren't they? I think they are.
0: Brazil, and of course, uh, India and China are producing, but they're, they're consuming uh, most of what they produce, although they're starting to be exporting countries because uh, we taught them how to grow and, and then fertilizers and uh, machinery, and now they're, they're cranking up. But uh, the big grain producers have been traditionally uh, Russia, Ukraine, United States, Canada, and uh, to a lesser extent, some of the other big countries like Brazil, as far as I remember. Don't quote me on that, Ken. I may be wrong about that. That's the way it was years ago. It's probably changed somewhat. But uh, but we're not going to have a
1: food. You're hearing a lot about food shortages on the news these
0: days, but it's not going to be here. So Not yet, no. No, not <laughs> yet. Mean, <laughs> Although there, there are selective shortages, and you hear about that all the time, you know the shelves are empty of baby food, but that or baby formula, but that's not because there's a shortage. That's because there was a stoppage in production. That that was the problem there. Yeah, more supply chain problems than
1: anything else. We still have yeah. plenty of food here. Yeah,
0: yeah we, we yeah we got plenty of food, and that's why I laugh when I see these uh, drives for food for the hungry children. And then you look at these kids, they look pretty healthy to me. They're just, they're not even, I mean, they're normal looking kids, but they're, you know, feed this poor baby and she's holding on to a teddy bear and looking sad. And she, her body mass index looks normal to me, but I did see years ago. I think it was, uh, I think it was when Obama was running. I saw this ad on once and it was, little Jamal is going hungry at night and, you know, they showed Jamal needs about 50 pounds overweight. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, what, not enough Twinkies or Ho-Hos or what? <laughs> I didn't, I really didn't catch it. They didn't run that but once I saw it. <laughs> And I'm sure not many people remember seeing it, but I do. Donations I, probably
1: plummeted after that one. Oh, Yeah. Hey, uh, Doc. We're going to break here for a second. Here in just a minute, but let's do the questions, shall we? Let's do it, buddy. All right. We've got two, Doctor Bill. Your Radio MD coffee mugs for the per- first person with the correct answer. The number to call is eight seven seven nine six nine eight six hundred. That's eight seven seven nine six nine eight six hundred. And the question today is: The Doc at home, and the question is always taken from the first half of the show. The Doc at home. This week had to deal with his garage. I just messed it up. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me change the question here just a little bit.
0: What did the what? Doc have to do to his garage door? Where did, well, a better one is where did Doc get the materials for his garage door? It's all the same answer. Okay, it's all the same answer. Sure. By the way, we never got the guy's uh, address from last week. Oh, so you know, you're right. We'll talk about we'll talk about, we'll talk talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that as well.
1: When we come back here,
0: call in if you're on the if you're listening because we didn't get your correct address. What was his name? It was uh, was it Steve Denham or something like that? I've got
1: the answer uh to that question, just out of my reach. We'll we'll talk about both of those in a couple minutes here.
0: All right, let's go grab a cup of Joe. I'm Doctor Bill, your radio MD. I'll be right back. <laughs>
2: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. China's defense ministry claims the U.S. is trying to hijack the support of countries in the Asia-Pacific region to turn them against Beijing, and says Washington is seeking to advance its own interests under the guise of multilateralism. The defense ministry says that uh, its uh, accusations are true. The U.S. is rejecting that. Phoenix, Las Vegas, Denver, and California's Death Valley, all in the grip of a tremendous heat wave. They posted record temperatures as the dangerous heat sweeps over the American Southwest this weekend. The National Weather Service says Phoenix got to 114 yesterday, and that kind of heat is going to last all the way through Wednesday. And the national average price for a gallon of gasoline in the U.S. has gone beyond $5 for the first time in the history of the country. This is SRN News.
3: are you over 65 or turning 65 whether you're new to medicare or already have a plan important changes in medicare take place every year that most americans miss get your medicare maximized with chapter a free service that makes sure you have the right plan now and continued concierge service whenever you need a change at chapter we instantly compare thousands of plans from the most trusted insurers to find our members the best and most affordable plans for them the right medicare coverage for you including plans to cover gaps in medicare part a and part b important benefits like vision dental and prescription coverage that could save you thousands of dollars each year maximize your medicare with chapter rated a by the better business bureau the service is free so call and speak with an advisor let us help your next chapter be the best one yet call 800-586-9222 800-586-9222 800 586
4: As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins Podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at salempodcastnetwork.com. AM 860, The Answer. Online at theanswertampa.com. Odyssey. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Breezy this morning. Otherwise cloudy and
0: humid today with a thunderstorm around from late morning on and a high 89. A
3: moonlit sky tonight with a low 79. Partly cloudy tomorrow with a stray thunderstorm and a high 92. Plan with confidence. Town of the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860,
0: The Answer. And I'm back. Ken and I are doing a show. Did you figure out any of the uh, the uh, answers or the questions or last week or this week yet, Ken? <laughs> well, uh, we don't have a winner yet this week, so let me repeat the
1: question. And uh, took, taken from the uh, beginning of the show, as a matter of fact, what did the doc need to do to his garage door over yeah. the uh, last few days? And yep. uh, just uh, give us a call at 877-969-8600, the first Correct answer wins. That's eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. And now, Did last we, week we had a winner. Uh, Steve uh, Denham was our winner Steve. last week. Yeah. But we had a question about his address, and uh, I tried to call him this week. He never got back to me, so if he's out there, maybe he wants to give us a call Tuesday. Otherwise, I'll call him once again yeah, during Steve, the week.
0: Let us know your address so we can get this out to you. I'll package that, those mugs up for you on Monday of the last week. Oh, my gosh. I was really on the ball then, baby. <laughs> But, again, the question today is what did doc have
1: to do to his garage door?
0: I guess we don't have anybody listening today.
1: <laughs> no, they're calling in. They're calling in. Just, they, oh, okay. all right, they just all right, didn't good. tune in early enough. That's all.
0: All right. Good. Okay. Uh, now, speaking of uh, tuning in, and uh, you, you know uh, Elon Musk. You know who he is. Elon, Fam- sure. You know, famous guy that started uh, – paypal and then tesla and uh now he's got the uh the the starlink and he's got his uh rocket ship company and uh so he was saying recently that he thought that there would be a slowdown worldwide and he'd probably have to lay off some people well in china i mean it's not a huge number but he's hiring 25 to 50 more executive level and engineering level people uh and uh there's a picture from May 15th, 2022 uh, in Shanghai that there's just looks like several hundred Teslas that are lined up on the <laughs> on the dock getting ready to be loaded up to ship out. So apparently uh, he's not slowing down in China. And I guess that uh, the Chinese are buying some of his electric cars, too. It's not only for uh, foreign markets, but domestically, the Chinese are buying. And so he's hiring, and uh, he's looking for sales, R and D, supply chain people, uh, engineers. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you have any of these skills, you might want to give him a call over there and see if they'll hire you. I don't know if you have to speak uh, Mandarin or not, but <laughs> it might be something to look at. When the economy <laughs> slows down, here, we'll all go over there and work. Anyway, I, I, I think thought, I'll pass on that, Doc.
1: But you know, maybe somebody out there.
0: Yeah, and and so. Meanwhile, back, back in Russia, you know, the the economy there is hurting, but the ruble, their, their dollar, has actually held up. Everybody thought that the ruble would cave in and that the value of it would go to zero. And what they're doing, Ken, is they're demanding that if you buy oil, you have to pay in rubles. So let's say Brazil wants to buy some oil. A Brazilian National Petroleum Company wants to buy oil from Russia. Well, they got to pay in rubles. Well, what's that mean? That means that they have to take dollars um, or whatever else they have, and they have to convert that into rubles. And, of course, there's an exchange rate. And then as they buy the the, the uh, oil from Russia in rubles, Russia is decreasing the amount of rubles that are in circulation r- around the world. And then they they hang on to those, and they decrease the circulation that way, which, uh, of course, you know, it's supply and demand. Uh, there's less supply with the same demand it's worth more money the money is a it's a commodity it's like grain it's like anything else and so that's how they're holding up their their ruble and they're also uh, increasing the interest rate they're paying um, through their their central bank kind of like treasury bills and so then people will come in and 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 dump money into their system and that gets uh some more money for them and then they pay that back in a few years but you know what brick is you've heard of brick? Brick brick. what's the brick? Brick is Brazil, Russia, India, and China and they're kind of locking arms on the uh, on the oil uh, industry and the, the energy industry and they're all agreeing to, to work together and so so Russia's got uh, China, India and Brazil buying oil from them and paying them in, in rubles. And uh, you got to remember now China, is the largest country population-wise. Uh, India is the second largest, and Brazil is the fourth largest after us. So they've got three of the five largest uh, economies uh, population bases in the world doing business with them. So our plan to cave in the ruble, it ain't working. <laughs> you know? Well, We're- I'll tell you what is
1: working though. <laughs> I was just um, I was just uh, reading last night, as a matter of fact that they are running out of spare parts for everything pretty soon their planes aren't going to be flying they're cannibalizing airplanes now for parts and um they there are no car parts for folks who uh need repairs so they are in, they are feeling this
0: oh yeah they are and they're trying to repurpose some things you know the mcdonald's pulled out you heard about that yeah they pulled out. well now they've they've uh are McDonald's apparently sold it to some investor. There were two or three hundred or four hundred, whatever. McDonald's across uh, the the Russian country, and so that's all been sold. And the guy's taking down all the golden arches and he's putting up uh, hamburgers and and uh, fries. And he's going to rename it and repurpose them. And they're still going to be selling the same food because I'm sure all of the supplies were local. Uh, so they're going to try that. But if there's no money to buy this and to go out and 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 have a, a meal out well it's not going to help a whole lot is it not really no hey we got a winner doc we mm-hmm. do yes oh back
1: he's on the phone you'd like to talk to him yeah all right hang on a second let me push the button over there we are is anthony you there i'm here yes this is anthony good morning anthony skrta is that correct you got it that's from, right you're from long no. boat key eh
5: Oh yeah, the beautiful town of Longboat Key. No complaints here.
1: All right, well you're on the air with Doc. You want to say hello?
0: Hey, Anthony.
5: Hi, Doc Bill. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. How you been, bud? Oh, uh, hanging in there. Hanging in there. You know, just uh, you know, getting by. No complaints except for uh, inflation. I'll tell you yeah. what. <laughs> it's
0: a problem. It's a problem, and uh, it's not going to get better any time this year. Uh, Hopefully next year it'll start going down, and maybe if the Republicans get control of the uh, Congress, uh, they can force some uh, some compromise on the Democrats' part to uh, to make some moves to to keep the economy from heating up and the inflation rate from heating up. By the way, I'm not sure that in raising the interest rates are going to help that much, uh, Ken. You know, the the Fed and and the Democrats want to raise the rates, and and hopefully they think that will cool down inflation, but what it's going to do is it's going to put pressure on the supply side, and so you're going to have companies saying, well, I don't want to pay more interest to buy a new uh, thinger for my business, so I'm going to wait. And so then the capital goods, the, uh, the need to, to have more production and more consumption of capital goods is not going to go up. It's going to go down. So that's another pressure on the uh, system. And then there'll be limited number of, of which College to buy, and, and they'll cost more. So we got a real mess in the making here, and uh, it, it's starting to look like stagflation, which, as you know, I predicted, what, six months ago before anybody was talking about it. Dr. Bill's on the bomb. <laughs> hey, Anthony. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, I think you're
1: absolutely right.
5: I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead.
1: Anthony, well, before we get too far away from this, you are our correct caller. You won two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. Doc will be sending those out to you uh, shortly. And and the, the question, that's right, the question is what did Doc do to his garage door over the past week, and what did he do to it, Anthony? Well, his, his garage
5: was heating up. You can use some a little bit of insulation. That's right. That's Maybe. the word we were
1: looking for, insulation. Congratulations. Yeah,
5: He's insulating it. And he also repurposed the material, you know, reutilization of some uh, scrap, which was great.
0: I'm going green, baby. I'm going green.
5: <laughs> going green, yeah. <laughs> Let's not hope we go too green. <laughs> it's not working too well, is it?
0: <laughs> I got a green screen behind me,
5: so I can't get any greener than that. well let's leave it at that and you're right you know we're gonna we're gonna definitely hurt investment in the long run and return on investment and it's getting hard to do business every week for me so anyhow well um, life is good and you know everything works out in the end so let's let's hope things will uh, change in the future
0: we think so (laughs) listen anthony thanks for joining us and uh, enjoy my mugs, and, and we really appreciate you being uh, a listener and everybody out there who's listening. I love you all all of you guys. I'm with you. All right.
5: Thanks a lot, guys. Great listening to you.
0: Thanks, sure. Anthony. Thanks. Bye-bye. Anthony from Longboat Key. Longboat Key. That's south of the of the bridge? Is that down in uh, Sarasota, Bradenton area? It is, area? yes. Yes, sir. Oh. We're reaching down there, bud. You bet. <laughs> We're getting.
1: He might right. be on Facebook too. I don't know. Maybe he's on the Facebook feed. You never know.
5: So
0: I don't worry. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, I would like to think that somebody's watching it. By the way, we're on Facebook and YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, uh, Doctor Bill dot com, and I think one other platform. So I'm trying to spread it out a little bit more and see if we can get some more uh, audience. And uh, maybe if I get some more audience, I can I can start uh, charging more for advertising. Right? <laughs> and give me some money for letting them run their
1: ads. Well, you've also got a thriving medical practice. Why don't you give the number for that if, we, if well, somebody needs to?
0: Some. I'm a doctor Here still. You are, yes. Oh God. <laughs> Dr. Bill is at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Uh, we have a full-service clinic. Uh, we have cardiac workup. We have got uh, we do minor surgery. Uh, the wife sees the women and does women's stuff. I don't know what that's all about. I'm not involved with that anymore. And uh, we do general medicine. We also see Canadians and visitors, and we accept travel insurance. We accept U.S. insurance. We have a big thriving Medicare practice. Ken, we're top top notch there, I'm telling you. And if you need a booster shot, you can take care of that. You can get your COVID shots there. We've got the PCR and the uh, antigen COVID testing. Most people just go to the drugstore now and get those kits for the antigen, but for the PCR when they're going to travel, so we have to do a PCR on ourselves. We're going on a cruise in July, and they want a PCR before within 48 hours. So our test is a rapid test. It's a 30-minute test, and it's an amplification test. It's pretty cool the way these things work. You know, it takes a little itty-bitty bit of the RNA that uh, the uh, virus has inside of it, and it multiplies it enough to where you can actually uh, detect it with this machine. It's pretty neat. So you're going on a cruise next month. Where are you heading? We are just going to the Caribbean. You know, it's mostly just to get away and uh, uh, relax a little bit and take the boy with us. The boy is now a 25-year-old, 26-year-old man, but he's still a boy to me. (laughs) And uh, he's bringing his girlfriend, I think, if they're still together, I, I got a call from him uh, or a text from him this week saying, uh, "Do you think I'm uptight and 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 uh, and too structured?" And you know, I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about? You grew up with with three obsessive compulsive adults." <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you should have told me, Doc. I would have the vivacious Deborah and myself would have joined you on this one.
0: Well, I didn't know. I thought that you guys were. It's not too late. I'm sure there's plenty of rooms. Why don't you come?
1: Well, maybe we will. <laughs> Since you're going to take the weekend off, maybe I'll be with you. Yeah.
0: Well, we can do the show from the boat. Whoa, that'd be interesting. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I did one from the Mediterranean. Why not from the Caribbean? I figured that, that's could...
1: true. You did last year, weren't you? Yeah, you broadcast yeah. live
0: from the... In the middle of a gale. Yeah. 90-mile-an-hour winds, and the boat was listing to, uh, to starboard. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun. We right. were sliding off the table, I, and people were holding onto my microphone and my computer for me. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, the Caribbean's much calmer. So,
0: now the Chinese are all upset because I guess our uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Lloyd Anderson or Lloyd Austin, uh, and he was at a conference, the Shangri-La conference, and uh, his speech was attacking China. And so now the Global Times, which is the official Chinese communist newspaper, English newspaper, the Chinese delegation says Indo-Pacific strategy fanning confrontation as U.S. defense chief made more, most bare-faced Shangri-La speech attacking China. Barefaced, faced wow. Mm. So, and they say they will never let go of Taiwan. They will never give up on Taiwan. I think we ought to just annex Taiwan, make them the 51st state. What do you think Would that? <laughs> <laughs> that won't upset them at all. No, they won't. That shouldn't bother them. They'd leave <laughs> us alone. What do you think? Or leave Taiwan alone. Poor Taiwan. I mean, can you imagine living in a country like Taiwan or South Korea, where you never know if you're going to be attacked the next day? Uh, my, uh, my wife's cousin, cousin Hong, his wife, I call her cutie Pie. She's a real, real nice lady. And, uh, we had a real, we have a real good relationship. I haven't seen her in a few years, and she said she was so envious of of us, of Myungju and I, living in the United States because we're protected from uh, the, the Chinese and the North Koreans and the Japanese. You know, we have a a big strong country, and we're not likely to be attacked. And if we are, we can fight back. But you know, living in South Korea, you've got China on your west. You've got Japan on the east, and you've got North Korea on your north border. And uh, that that's a little frightening because uh, all three have been known to attack the Koreans, the South Koreans, at one point or another throughout history. And she said it's really terrible that she wakes up in the morning. And I'm sure for a lot of the women, it's anxiety-provoking to think that they may have an invasion at any moment. So we don't know how lucky we are, my friend. Well, have and her just, come on over here. Oh, she wouldn't leave her husband, and he didn't want to come over here. Uh-huh. He, was, he was a bigwig at uh, the second largest university in the country. He was the dean of the School of Business, and uh, I think it's called Daegu University. And that was the second largest university in the country in, in South Korea. So he was a bigwig, and uh, he's not going to leave. He's got a real comfortable lifestyle there. They have a, a very nice uh condominium that they own and backs up to uh, a small mountain and some beautiful wooded area and then he's got some he's got a couple of uh, uh, units uh, like timeshares or or vacation units here and there around the country so he's doing well he ain't going nowhere well then I would suggest some sort of bomb shelter yeah well yeah and you know the Korean Peninsula is great for that there's plenty of low mountains and hills you can burrow right in there and get you get yourself protected but you have to be careful because in the old days they used to bury people on the
4: hillsides
0: (laughs) they they make these big mounds they the government outlawed that now you have to be buried in in cemeteries now but uh so you start digging and you might dig right into um, a, a few dead bodies and we went and visited uh father grandfather great grandfather and great great grandfather and you know so father was buried uh, in a cemetery in a catholic cemetery but grandfather great grandfather and great great grandfather were all buried on the hillside and so there are these big mounds and then you pay the local farmer uh to uh, take care of it and then you go out there once every year or two and take a look and of course the farmers (laughs) getting the money and not not (laughs) keeping a cut but that's that's true. So I'm they are apparently.
1: still they're still marked. They are marked. There are markers there apparently.
0: Um, not a, not necessarily. You'll just you'll be walking up a hill and there'll be a, a big mound. You know, six eight foot high mound or four foot high mound, uh, and and you'll know that that is uh, that is a burial site. Mm-hmm. It's interesting.
1: Different countries. We don't understand a lot of. Uh, uh, what well, we don't understand how some people can live in some of the countries that we talk about but we're glad we live here.
0: Oh my gosh, and, and you know South Korea is so progressive and its their economy is so uh so good and uh Seoul South Korea is just a beautiful city. It's much nicer than any US city, uh at least any of the old big old US cities like New York and Chicago and LA uh it's just so modern and the subway system is is extensive and everything's neat and clean and of course there's, a, there, there's more a homogeneity of of the population and there's a whole different mindset about how you approach life and you know cleanliness is important and nonviolence is important they don't have much crime it's it's just a different world but do they have uh, a do they a
1: homeless problem at all
0: no not much of one no, no um their their welfare system is fairly extensive they even pay the grandmothers the government will pay the grandmothers to take care of the kids the grandkids so the parents can go to work which i think is not a bad idea there's you your know, there's rather, your yeah rather than paying for daycare you know subsidizing daycare just pay grandma i mean it gives her something to do and uh the, the kids are more comfortable with their their own grandmother than they are with some Somebody and they'll get socialized because you know the grandmas take them down to the market and they play with other kids. So it's grandma can teach them something about history too, and grandma can do that. And by the way, speaking of, uh, of China, the Chinese have hit a uh, 40,000 kilometer mark in their uh, high speed railroad network 40,000 kilometers, so that's about 24,000 miles of high speed trains across the country. And uh, I've been on one of them. They're nice. They're nice trains. So they're they're cranking along, and they're projecting 6 to 7% growth this year in China. Uh, of course, they're still considered uh, an e- emerging, developing country, but uh, they're looking better and better every year. If we only could get rid of the communists, you know, I'd go over there and hang out a while. But... <laughs> hey, I'd
1: now, visit the wall, so, you know, I'd go on a vacation there, sure. Not right now, now but.
0: Yeah, I don't, you know, it's, it's a it's a huge country. There's a lot to see and a lot to do, and people are friendly from what I could tell. I mean, of course, in Beijing, it's a big city, and, you know, everybody's busy. But uh, you go to Xi'an or some of the other cities, and people are just as nice as they can be. Did you hear that Mexico uh, is disbanding this migrant caravan that's set for the U.S.? I read uh, a little bit about that yesterday, yeah. I don't know if that's real or not, but they said during the America's summit that uh, they decided they would disband this group. They'll probably reform, though. but And uh, apparently the Mexicans have agreed to uh, expand their acceptance and their immigration policy so that some of these people will, will stay or be encouraged to stay in, in Mexico. I don't know how well that will work, and they'll be on a fast track for a green card and uh, job creation and all that we'll see what happens there. Ken, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not real hopeful because I think that basically the only way you're going to stop this is just to say, no, you can't come in, but what am I? Who am I? Who am I to say anything? About you're Dr. You? Bill. I am. You, <laughs> yes, sir. You are. <laughs> oh my God. Goodbye. Golden arches and rebranded McDonald's to open in Russia. Big news there. Uh, Oh, did you hear the judge, uh, 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 magistrate judge, federal judge? He sided with Home Depot after the company prevented employees from wearing Black Lives Matter imagery.
1: I read that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. Uh, and so they're appealing that, I'm sure. And uh, that's good, though. You know, it's it, it's necessary.
1: They're making. They're trying to make money there. They're running a business. They're not there for politics. Yeah and then
0: prince charles just one last thing real quick prince charles was told by by parliament to shut his mouth and he's meddling in politics amid immigration comment backlash i guess they're sending uh, immigrants back to rwanda and he's saying that's not right and parliament's saying dude you're the king you're not you don't get to say that anymore i didn't know that 20 seconds. All right, I'm Dr. Bill, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. You guys come and see me. I'm, buddy. I love you, Ken. I love everybody out there. Have a great week.
4: Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727 384 6411. That's 727 384 6411. Or visit his website at CanCareClinic. Clinic.